0: It's January 3rd, 2024. I am actual Pearl, and it's time to get in the weeds. Jeremy Lambert is here very quickly. I will ask him how he is doing. How are you, Jeremy Lambert?
1: I'm I'm well. I have coffee because our guest here in a moment, Richard Holiday, coffee connoisseur himself. So I've made sure to come prepared with my coffee.
0: Wonderful. I am not a coffee drinker. So clearly I am going to be completely out of my element for that part of the conversation. <laughs> uh, as Jeremy mentioned, we're very excited, very happy to welcome... From MLW, really from WTF, let's face it, from World Titan Federation. Uh, the, the he's gonna be facing the MLW World Heavyweight Champion Alex Kane this Saturday at Kings of Coliseum. CM. So one and only Richard Holiday joining us now. Good morning, Richard Holiday.
2: Gentlemen, good morning. How, How are, are you doing? doing? How
0: you, good. How are you doing, Richard?
2: I'm doing great. Doing fantastic. I,
0: gotta
1: ask what, what are you are you drinking coffee this morning? And if so, what kind?
2: I sure am. And, uh, I am going to do a shameless plug. I am drinking my own brand. I'm drinking Richard's rarefied roast brought to you by legal speed coffee company. Um, just the best blend that you could possibly have the best way to start your day.
0: I got to ask when you do those, those, those deals, like how much of your input is in on the coffee and like, how much are you taste testing? How much are you getting out there and being like, I like this, or I don't like this. Like what's going on there?
2: A lot. A lot. Yeah. When we first when we first did it, I I made sure that like it was a blend that I really liked and like I would like to order if I were to go out and go to a coffee shop. So they sent me like half a dozen blends and and I did a whole rigorous taste test and I narrowed it down to the one that I liked the most. Cool.
1: Let's get into it, Richard. Last time uh, I saw you at WrestleCade, you did an interview with Sean Rossap, which I don't think we were able to run because you were talking about your free agency, and we tried to get you to bury MLW, and you said kind things about MLW because you kept a great relationship with them. And then I think we had to put the interview on the back burner because you returned at the the most recent MLW event, One Shot. And you joined the the WTF, the World Titan Federation. How did the return come about and what made you decide to go back to MLW?
2: Yeah, I mean, it was well documented that when, you know, I, it was announced that I was done with MLW that the leave was completely amicable and the door was was 100 percent wide open. So if a door's open, I mean, why not walk through it? The time was right. Um, everything seemed to make sense. The World Titan Federation needed somebody who could take down Alex Kane, and I was the perfect person to do it. So on the 6th of January at Kings of Coliseum, you guys are interviewing the future MLW World Heavyweight Champion right now, current present live time. Um, in just a few days' times, I will have that gold around my waist and uh, carry the banner of the WTF along with me.
0: So we have a thing here on this program. Almost everyone who joins us wins their match, so your odds are pretty good going Great. into this match with Alex Kane. Speaking of your return to MLW, it's been about a year since you left and come back. What are the big changes you've noticed in MLW from when you left until you made your return?
2: You know, from a company standpoint, I feel like it's it's you know kind of status quo and and what I uh, remembered and you know everything uh, is kind of the same in that sense. It's a much different roster. It's a much, much different roster than what I was used to. It's a lot of new talent. It's a lot of people who I'm I'm familiarizing myself with. And, and, um, you know, a lot of people doing a lot of really great things. And that's awesome. I think the WTF, though, is kind of the focal point. That's what's been the the driving force. That's what people are talking about. Um, It's funny. It just seems like every time, uh, you know, I'm a part of something, it just seems like the most talked about thing in MLW. It could be a trend. It could be happenstance or coincidence. I don't know. Um, am I slightly biased? Yes, but MLW is doing a lot of great things. And I, I would say from a, from a change perspective, it's the roster. It's, it's, it's a much different roster, um, than what I was used to a year and a half ago.
1: You want to talk about being the, the hottest thing in MLW. Uh, I mean, we have to, we have to bring up the dynasty in that point. People talk about the dynasty as if, and it was, you know, the one of the best factions, certainly in MLW, but like, even in like wrestling, and the dynasty didn't last very long, but it, it's, you know, it's still put up there with some of the top factions. Like what are, you, what are your thoughts on still, how people remember the dynasty with you, uh, Hammerstone and MJF, and how it's still talked about to this day as being up there with like, you know, like, evolution
2: and stuff?: So this is my diagnosis of the dynasty. We were like a rock band that released an LP and was never um you know put on like a huge platform for a long time like we released it like, this one lp or one album whatever you want to call it and it was a massive hit and people just want more and more and more um and we never like released album after album after album like these long tenured um you know kind of factions that you see and people just like they still listen to the music, if that makes any sense, right? Like, they're still listening and they're like, man, like, we want another album of this. Um, And it just holds up, right? Like, it's just, it's held up the test of time. I'm proud of what we did. It's awesome that people still talk about it.
0: I feel that so much. As a musician, I understand that reference so hard, and I'm like, there are at least 20 bands I can think of off the top of my head that make perfect sense for that. Thank you. You mentioned the idea that Uh, almost like everything old is new again with MLW since your return. Uh, One return that uh, is coming is Matt Riddle. He's going to be a Kings Coliseum facing Jacob Fatu. My question for you is, would he be a fit for the World Titan Federation? Would you want him in a WTF setting?
2: You know, the good thing is that I'm not in the recruitment department of the WTF. Um, I leave that up to St. Laurent. He's a savvy businessman. If he feels like that's a great fit for WTF, then it must be a great fit for WTF um, obviously a tremendous talent. So, you know, we'll see what comes of that. I mean, it could be, uh, you could be foreshadowing there. Who knows?
1: Uh, what was your experience like at, at GCW? Cause I think when people think of, of Richard holiday, I don't know if they think GCW right off the bat, but you, you had a really, uh, fun run there. I remember seeing you again at WrestleCade. You're not going through the door, uh, but the, the doors were brought out and everything, but what was your experience like at GCW?
2: Hey, that runs not over. That run is not over. I am, uh, I am full-fledged there. GCW is great, Um, you know, definitely one of the places to be, for sure. And, you know, I think that that was kind of a cool thing about me coming to GCW was that, you know, maybe it wasn't something that people predicted or people kind of pigeonholed me into and was like, hey, I don't know if you fit that mold. And it was like, okay, well, I can kind of flip that narrative and do some things that maybe you haven't seen and unlock a chamber inside of me that, Maybe you didn't know it was there or you didn't. You didn't think I was willing to tap into. So I, I'm having a wonderful time at, at GCW, which uh, I don't know if wonderful. And GCW is usually something <laughs> that, you know, people say in the same sentence, but I am. So, um, yeah, the run has been great. It's going strong. And there's a lot of more exciting things to come there for sure.
0: Game changer. Wonderful. That's what they're called, right? It's not game changer sure. wrestling. It's game changer wrestling. <laughs> wonderful. Uh, actually going to GCW at a GCW title match against Blake Christian early in that time frame. What was it like working with that champion who has continued on so far as GCW championing Blake Christian?
2: Yeah. So for, to debut in the company in the championship match, um, that's one thing. That was like my fourth match back. You know, so to get in the ring with the caliber of someone like Blake Christian, who's he's one of the best wrestlers in the world. You know, he's fantastic. Um, he. that's why he's a GCW champion. That's why he's held it for so long. So, you know, I would like to think that maybe if I had a little bit more of the the rust knocked off uh, heading into that matchup, uh, maybe it would be a little bit different result. But listen, it is what it is. He's the champion. And, you know, to get in there and kind of introduce myself to the audience in that way, that was the perfect way to do it.
1: When it comes to uh, WTF, circling back to them, I know Hammerstone is now a free agent, but there, there's Matt Cardona. He's there. Tom Waller, Josh Bishop. How much have you talked with these guys and worked with these guys? And someone like Josh Bishop, who's really new to uh, kind of television wrestling, but certainly has like the the look of a guy who could be a, a top star. How much have you worked with these guys so far?
2: Yeah, he's a beast. I mean, you know, obviously getting back at, at one shot, that was my first time back with the company. So that was, that was my first time back with, um WTF but man we're talking you know we're always chatting we're, we're staying connected uh we are a tight knit unit we are uh we're taking this seriously because we're taking over the company and we're doing big big things
0: MLW announced that war chamber is coming back March 29th 2024 uh this is the big one let's say you get to make the match you are the guy the captain for team WTF who's on your team and who do you face who does Richard Holliday really want to be opposite war chamber with
2: you know, it doesn't really matter who we face because at the end of the day, it's going to be the WTF standing tall. If I got guys like Bishop and I got guys like Tom Lawler on my side, hell, even Zeta Steele, she's as tough as it gets. You know, so as long as WTF is by my side and and, and St. Laurent is is picking the right people and prioritizing, you know, the right recruits to get into WTF, man, it doesn't matter who's on the other side of us
1: hammerstone posted a picture after mjf got laid out uh by the new roh champions it was not you it was not uh you and hammerstone who laid out mjf but he posted the pictures like oh it's good to see us three back together again did you see this and and what was your reaction to it if you did
2: i did i asked him if i was the uh the taller one in the <laughs> Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, Hammerstone likes to have some fun on uh, on social media, and it's like you know, if I could chime in on the fun, why not?
0: Uh, okay, speaking of fun, Matt Stryker, guy is around MLW. He's one of the announcers, the analyst. Would you rather face Matt Stryker again, or would you rather have to sit beside him on commentary?
2: I'd rather sit beside him and talk baseball for uh, for two days straight. Um, no, uh, love Matt Stryker. Um, I think he does an excellent job on commentary, and uh, you know he's a great guy and he's a great asset to the company. And I'm happy he's there uh, calling the action.
1: I, I have read. You can correct this rumor if it is false. I have read that you are a Swifty. Is this true? True or false? Oh, totally true. Hundred percent okay. true. What, all right, favorite era. What, what? What's the Richard Holiday
2: era? Uh, whatever album Blank Space is on.
1: Okay. Oh now my my Swifty knowledge is is being tested here. I'm pretty sure Blank Space is nineteen eighty nine. Now I gotta look that up and people are gonna be very mad at me if I'm if I'm wrong. I think it's nineteen eighty
2: nine. Yeah, that's that's the best song. That's the best song. So fair. Um you know, everything everything she does is great. You know, I'm I'm willing to pay two thousand to go to a to go to a concert. (laughs)
1: Yeah, that's, that's exactly how much it costs as well uh yeah. you got that money though you I remember I interviewed you so I, I told you this uh at, at WrestleKid you were my first interview on Fightful and I always appreciate it you're very generous with your time and this is when I assume you still have your, your dad's boat still going out there on the yacht and everything uh having the airpods and stuff but you were always very generous to, to me and I appreciated that so you know, I don't know if you're still having the, the dad's money now you got your own money to, to pay for the Taylor Swift, there's just money man
2: there's just a lot of flow and money you know whether it's uh, inherited or earned whatever the case may be it's all worth the same right so um yeah but I appreciate the words man I mean that's uh, that's cool that I was the first interview and now here we are again kind of full circle in it yes
0: yeah I appreciate it we have a little game that we like to play here on in the weeds it's called partner promo or punch in the face you're gonna have three different wrestlers that I present to you and you're gonna pick which one you partner with in a tag team match which one you have a promo off with in the ring and which one you punch in the face because you're gonna have a singles match with them this is WTF edition Matt Cardona filthy Tom Lawler Joshua Bishop Richard Holloway holiday partner promo punch in the face
2: oh man okay so now partner means that they're they're my tag partner punch in the face means I'm gonna I'm gonna have to wrestle them in the ring you got it all right, I'm gonna partner up with Tom Lawler. Okay, because I'm not punching that man in the face. <laughs> I'm gonna promo up with, um, I'm gonna partner up with with Tom. I'm gonna have to punch Cardona in the face, and I'll promo off with Josh Bishop.
0: Oh, you're setting yourself up for success. I get it.
2: Yeah, you know, I'm always thinking of I'm putting myself first in this situation. And 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 thinking of the best results, therefore,
1: as he should. Yeah, I, yeah, I wouldn't want to punch uh, Tom Mueller or yeah, Tom or Josh him. Bishop. I'm I wouldn't not. punch Josh Bishop either. That guy hits; he hits very hard.
2: Yeah, he's a lunatic. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: you don't want to get on his bad side at no. all. Um, tell tell us about Alex Kane. I I don't know how how much you kept tabs on MLW while you're away, but Alex Kane's rise has certainly been one of the the big focal points on there. You know what what are you expecting from Alex Kane this Saturday?
2: So it's it's really it's interesting my analysis of Alex Kane because I left and he took over, right? He won the the heavyweight championship from Hammerstone and I think that he's a really good wrestler. Like he is credible. He is deserving of the championship. He gets in the ring and bell to bell, that dude could bring it 100%. So I'm not I'm not looking at this match like it's going to be a cakewalk or looking at this match like it's going to just be, you know, the bell rings, I win, the bell rings, I, and I leave. I mean, it's 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 not what I think it's going to be. But then I take a look at him as an individual and as a person, and I just think he's so cringy, and I just think that he's, like, lame, if that makes sense. Like, I just take a look at his Twitter and, like, his social media, and he just seems, you know, kind of artificial to me and doesn't seem like um, like a lot of his stuff is original or genuine. And, you know, to me, it's just – You know, I've had enough of that. Like, I I think that the fan base of MLW has has had enough of that as well. And, you know, someone like me who has put so much into that company, so much into MLW, um, with this this run going on right now, I mean, it's uh, accumulated of over five years at Major League Wrestling, one of the pillars, one of the Mount Rushmore's of, of Major League Wrestling. And, you know, it's time to take that championship from him, shut him up, humble him a little bit, Um, And let him learn from someone like me, Um, you you know, from, especially from a marketing standpoint, you got to learn my friend, because you got all the tools in the ring, but outside of the ring, you got to go back to school, my friend, get the notepad out.
1: Richard, my last one for you, you returned at MLW one shot. If you had one shot, one opportunity to seize everything you ever wanted, one moment Would you capture it or let it slip?
2: Well, I would capture it because it's happening this Saturday, the 6th, at MLW Live on Fight TV, presented by Triller um, or Thriller, whatever it is. And, you know, this is the moment. This is the time. You know, this is years in the making. Um, This is the the, the most clear-headed, able-bodied I have ever been walking into an MLW ring. And I don't think Alex understands that. I, I think that he just looks at me returning as like a, a, a pop in a moment and, you know, just something to, you know, spike the ratings for MLW. It's not, you know, this is a very real threat and his championship is on the line. I'm going to take it. So he better understand that.
0: You heard it from Mr. Most Marketable himself, Richard Holliday. He faces Alex Kane this Saturday, January 6th, live on Triller TV at the 2300 Arena in Philadelphia, it's MLW Kings of Coliseum. Check it out, Richard. Before you head out of here, you want to plug anything else,
2: guys? I just I want to make sure that people tune in on Fight TV to MLW Kings of Coliseum. Um, that's first and foremost. And then, you know, while you're at it, follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Most Marketable. Buy my coffee, and then that's all you really have to do.
0: There you go, Richard Holiday. Thank you so much. Good luck on Saturday.
2: All Thanks, right, Richard. Cheers. cheers, guys.
0: Cheers. Cheers.
1: There you yeah, go. Richard, Richard Holiday, home. everybody. You see, Sean did the the D twelve bit with uh I think it was my band, or no, it was uh How Come with Richard and Alicia back in the day. I had to tie it with another eminem lyric for for Richard on that. Uh he's great. Richard Holiday is the best. Again, I, I met him or Met him in person at WrestleCade after talking to him in my first interview ever on Fightful was Richard Holiday. Don't go back and watch that. I'm probably more erratic than I am nowadays, uh, but he's he's a, a very, very kind individual, very gracious individual. So uh, yeah, it was good talking to him. It's good, good catching up with him. And we did legitimately have to scrap an interview with him. Sean's interview with him at WrestleCade, I don't know if it's ever going to air because it was all like free agency stuff. And then he returned to MLW. It's like, well, this doesn't work anymore. So, guess we guess we can't air this. So it's good to good to get him on.
0: Maybe we should uh, we should air that when we got twenty thousand subscribers on select. <laughs> That's the big one. There you go. I don't
1: oh, go that, I mean, maybe that's a drawing point. It's not like it's a bad interview or anything. It's just like outdated material. It became outdated within like two weeks because he returned to MLW.
0: This show is outdated within the hour where basically we go live and we just hope for the best.
1: Fair. Anyway,
0: okay. uh, we have plenty to talk about. Thank you again to MLW's uh, Richard Holiday, WTF's Richard Holiday. Uh, we are planning another guest for Friday. We'll tell you a little bit later who that is, but we're looking forward to uh, to welcoming them on the show. And of course, you can leave a thumbs up on the video and subscribe to the channel here at Fightful Overbooked. We're on our way to 15,000. We didn't get it before the end of the year, so now I want it before the end of this month. Okay, let's make that happen. There you go. Fireworks for everyone. And you can donate a Super Chat. Um, any amount, get your question statement read on the air. So go ahead, get that in. And we have plenty to talk about, Jeremy Lambert, because let's get right off right off the hill, right back to it. We're not going to waste 15 minutes. Well, like I, mean, I guess we're 19 minutes into the show. We're not going to waste 15 minutes not saying anything about The Rock and then eventually say head of the table and watch the crowd go, ooh. I didn't care for the promo, Jeremy. What do you think? Why are you a hater, Joel? I – I appreciate that when The Rock comes back, he gets a crowd going. I appreciate that he has a schtick. I appreciate that he's a bit, and I agree, and I appreciate his longevity. But I do not appreciate references from two thousand and two in every returning promo he makes. That that you that you are or whatever it was what you, what was he calling Cinder Mahal? Day
1: one, douchebag. Douche so so Day for those. One. Who-
0: Okay, most of you don't remember when The Rock left in the draft it was 2002 he did oh Vince McMahon I don't think you can hear but you've got 20,000 people calling you an a-hole so this side is going to be you are and this side is going to be an ass and then he did that in 2002 he brought that back with Baron Corbin He's he's brought it back a few times some of the recycled material it hits this is not one of them for me I get it it's audience participation whatever but it took him 15 friggin minutes of presidential like grandstanding <laughs> and weird promos against Ginger mahal which by the way we we semi called this the Ginger mahal reveal we'll talk about that but he just he just went on and on and on only to make that line and the only thing i could think of was i hope he says i'm gonna go to in and out because that would have popped me even bigger but instead he just said you know i'm gonna go do i sit at the bar do i sit at a four top do i sit in the mcplay place or do I sit at the head of the table? It's just- You're not
1: breathing heavy enough. It's, do I sit at the head? You're like that bar. In the middle. do I sit at the booth? Or
0: do I sit? At, uh, That's a General Mahal segment right there.
3: My rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durban Marshall credit card bill. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email
0: at the buzzer, avoiding a 4:55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it?
2: I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense.
0: Go to grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done.
1: <sighs> of the table. That's acting. how it's done, Joel. It was
0: acting. I love this. This goes back to our <laughs> conversation from weeks ago. Do you go and sit at a restaurant on your own? Do you eat food on your own? And everyone in the chat was like, No, you sit at the bar and you eat alone. Yeah, it's, you sit at the bar. it's cool. Don't worry about it. Just don't take a four-top when the restaurant's full. It's oh man. I uh,
1: so you hated you hated The Rock because he's more over than all your favorites. He (laughs) came out there and got more reaction than all your favorites. He came out there and he controlled the crowd, got the crowd going more than all your favorites. And then he came out there and he gave one line and jumped the line. That's why you hate The Rock.
0: I just want to point out. I want someone to clip this because tomorrow on the spotlight at 8.30 a.m. Eastern over on the main channel, Jeremy Lambert's going to use that exact same line of questioning when Steven Jensen discusses this with his fandom for Cody Rhodes. We already know this is happening and that's fine. I'm going
1: to troll Jensen so much. It's gonna, a, I'm going to be running on no sleep either. I'm getting up at 1.30 right. to watch and cover Wrestle Kingdom. That show's not going to end until 7.30. I'm not going to be able to take a, a go to bed for an hour after that so i'm gonna be up the entire time running on no sleep just to troll steven jensen about the rock and cody Rhodes.
0: bless you you just get some rock merchandise and go for it Uh, i don't
1: know if i have any left
0: i used to have some probably order some on amazon i don't know how quickly they deliver To i don't know if it gets you yeah anyway i i just didn't like the promo i like that it causes intrigue i like that people are now like up it's up in the air right how we got a lot of time until wrestlemania we got a lot of time until the royal rumble we don't know where the rock fits if he fits if this is a wrestlemania thing if this is uh i know it's got to be a wrestlemania thing it is such a big deal you can't just throw it in australia unless they gave him a lot of money then it's okay but other than that it's a mania main event i get it but we don't know where it sits or if it sits there are a lot of different ice a lot of different issues in play, a lot of different ideas at play. I like that. I just don't care for the Rocks promo in 2024. It just didn't work for me. Because it just it meandered. It went on. It just didn't work.
1: Because you are too caught in this bubble of wrestling, Joel. That's your issue right now. You have to get outside of all of this and just realize that and accept. The Rock has still got it. He still got it.
0: That's not the question at hand. He still
1: got it.
0: No, it's possible to be very entertaining and very good at this. But whatever happened on Monday was just not it. I've seen better Rock promo. You've seen better Rock promos, and you can't tell me you haven't. I, love I haven't
1: your- seen a better Rock promo in the past week.
0: I hate you so much. <laughs> <laughs> but my point being, I enjoy the fact that it's giving a lot of people what to talk about. And it's, it's going to be very divisive, as it has been. Now everyone's, you know, it's either a joke about Cody never finishing the story or it's The Rock, you know, coming back and that's a big deal, which it is. Don't get me wrong. Would The Rock wrestling a match in 2024 really be... Enter- would it be entertaining for wrestling fans or, because I always say WrestleMania is casual mania, you don't fill a 60-plus-thousand-seat venue with hardcore wrestling fans. You don't. That's fine. Uh, it, is it big enough? It, is is it... Sorry. Is it... Is it big enough? It's big enough. It is big enough. That's not the question. My mistake. Is it They'll going...
1: Bigger is Batista.
0: That's true. That would have been fantastic. Triple
1: H can't get him. Fumble the bag as usual. Oh,
0: that's right. It's right. Everyone's like, oh, Tony fumbled the bag. No, Triple H fumbled this one. <laughs> anyway, I just... I'm wondering what the... Uh, what the expectation is from fans if it's going to be The Rock versus... Roman reigns at Wrestlemania is that match gonna live up to the hype because there's been a lot of it
1: what's the hype though because is it gonna be your five star classic your your 9.8 on cage match no you know what it's gonna be though a it's moment. gonna be what
0: a moment
1: it's gonna be real spectacle wrestling which is what's lost nowadays on all you people who like your flips and your nonsense like that rock's gonna go out there he's gonna hit about three moves because that's about all he can do without completely blowing up roman is gonna put him in a headlock for 10 minutes while talking a bunch of shit and then he and then roman's gonna win and it's gonna rule, and the crowd is gonna go crazy and that's all that matters people get way too caught up and all of this nonsense of, like, oh, did he hit a hard-hitting line? Did he go ooh and ah? Uh? Did he get the five people on the internet talking? What cares about the five people on the internet talking? He's got People Magazine and E! Network talking. Those are the people that are talking. Those are the real people that matter out here. Not the same dorks that are in my mentions, by the way, because I'm sending out troll tweets. Online, these are the dorks that your favorites are trying to impress. Who cares about them? You know who you need to impress? You need to impress the the twelve kids I got out there in the living room who saw The Rock and is like, that guy. I know that guy. He did this. Oh, haha, that's funny. That's who The Rock and Roman Reigns are trying to impress because that's what lifts professional wrestling up to newer heights. Not these dorks online arguing about nothing.
0: Oh my God, we're cooking today, Joel. That's the tooth fairy. I know him. (laughs) I wish to God he had said Black Adam was the movie instead of doing Baywatch.
1: (laughs) Baywatch was a good movie.
0: Sure. I didn't see it. Uh, I didn't see either of any of them. It
1: doesn't matter what you saw. Bless the Rock, who who had the like retcon in reverse on that. He's like, oh, the Rock did say, wait a second. Hold on. I got to get, it doesn't matter in there. So let me ask him again so I can do, it doesn't matter. Oh, the Rock's great.
0: The Rock is great. There's something to be said about this. The WWE main event style for a long time has been uh, you, you you slow it right down. Less is more and often it is. Don't get me wrong. The Roman match comes into play. What we've come to see with every single title match that Roman has had. It's been a very paint by numbers effect. That's something I don't look forward to, and that's why the Cody match, to me, is more entertaining. And it's not about what you just said about, like, flips and bumps and all that stuff. It's not. It's actually just about the storytelling in the ring, and I don't need 50 ref bumps just to hide what I'm doing. I, I'm i wondering what the match looks like for The Rock, and I'm wondering... I don't make it a triple threat. I don't think anyone really wants this to be a triple threat. The other idea that was tossed out there was Rock works twice, which I don't love that either. Or rock even work twice. We <laughs> or- <laughs> don't even know if he's working once. Yeah, uh, Rocky twice. The whole Cody Rock, <laughs> and then the winner gets Roman. I don't think that we're gonna go there. Uh that's a lot that's a lot of work for the Rock who's barely talking for 15 minutes without losing his breath. So uh yeah, I don't know. He's And that's the other thing people are pointing out. You know, he was out of breath when he was in the ring. Rock hasn't had to be a rest like he hasn't had to be a wrestler in a long time. It's not about cardio for him. Neither is Roman. That's fair, but at least with cardio, that hasn't been the Rock's specialty for the last few years. That Roman still keeps up with cardio. I hope. But the point is here: Rock is a big dude who's just he's just jacked. He's a he's a lifter. He's not a uh, he's banging. He's clanging and banging. That's right. Uh, so I don't know. I the promo to you, we you were entertained, clearly. Did you like it or did you actually think like not as best? What what were your actual thoughts about the rocks promo? All
1: right, you want me to stop being this person, Joel? You want me to be be real? You want me to be real? One, I was disappointed, it was a Batista. That was my yes. true thoughts on the whole thing. It was it was a rock promo. Like I I didn't expect anything different. From him this is what he does This is exactly What he does he comes out there he makes these Insults the crowd pops And then he just continues On with it I like that like it took a while To get to the head of the table Line But the crowd popped for the crowd He got the reaction he was looking for and he set up The match that people Want to see I, I know what to expect from the rock Because he's not going to do anything differently And that's honestly Why a Roman Reigns match Is very intriguing to me For for multiple reasons But I want to see what a Rock promo Looks like next to Roman Reigns Because Roman can cut Roman can go At somebody and Eviscerate them if he wants to And he's got enough material on The Rock To do that So I want to know what The Rock responds with If if he's just going to make a bunch of jokes and stuff, because Roman's just probably going to... I mean, he said the crying laughing emoji. Like Roman's just going to laugh him off. Like, this shit doesn't work anymore, dude. Like, what what are you doing out here? Nobody wants to hear this stuff. And that's what I'm looking forward to when they eventually do have the promo segments with each other. Rock's going to be the Rock. And a guy like Gender, a guy like Austin Theory, who he's you know worked with these past two times, they aren't in that position to punch back at him verbally. Because one, I don't think Austin Theory is good enough to do so. Two, that's just not Gender's role, especially on especially on Monday. Roman's role is a whole lot different than those guys. He has that cachet. He has that that bulletproofness of saying whatever he wants and then what happens when the rock has to respond to that so that's what i'm looking forward to the promo on monday completely what i expected was it for 35 year old jeremy lambert not really no but i'm not the intended audience for that promo the intended audience for that promo our
0: 45-year-olds who watched <laughs> The Rock in their prime in their college dorm mm-hmm. rooms in 1999.
1: The intended audience who just cared about The Rock and just wanted to cheer and chant and hooray, they got what they wanted out of it. And, man, there was so... And this is this is why I just can't see this match being in Australia. The coverage is so different. So... So different. You're putting this match on at like 5 a.m. in Australia for the US. It's not only that, it's the coverage leading up because it's tough to do American press coverage when you got to spend five days or so in Australia instead of, you know, this is in Philadelphia, instead of going to New York to do the Today Show and the Tonight Show and all, and then in LA and then flying and doing all these shows. It's a whole lot different. The week leading up to it, the whole coverage of that is so much different as well. This is why I just don't see it being at Elimination Chamber. And I think the only reason people do think it's Elimination Chamber is because of that Australian government request. If that never comes out, no one thinks, oh, maybe they'll just do this in Australia. But because the Australian government requested this, requested an appearance by The Rock, and they might get an appearance by The Rock. I just don't think they're getting the rock and Roman match.
0: All I'm saying is you could have Yokozuna show up at the 50 man ultimate Royal rumble, but you can't have the rock in in Australia. Come on.
1: He can show up. I know. Yeah. He could show up. I just don't think he's wrestling Roman reigns. I don't think that's the match. You're, I don't think you're going with that for Australia. That, that stadium's already sold out close to sold out. Like, they don't need Rock and Roman on that. I never thought Roman was going to be on that show because it felt like they probably would have announced him ahead of time if he was going to be on that show. They're typically good about when when, and where Roman is going to be and putting him on the advertising. They got Rhea. That's obviously who a lot of people are going to want to see. I mean, Logan Paul, I don't know his pull in Australia, but like he is a star outside of WWE. He's going to be on that show. He's been announced for that. I I just don't think... Yeah, y Syllable says you can have the first face off there. Yeah, Yeah. that's... You might get an appearance. I don't think you're getting the match.
0: Yeah, I don't think you'll have Roman wrestle at the match... uh, At the show. I think it's more likely that you'll have Seth Rollins, CM Punk, not necessarily in a match, but appearing, and that's pretty big, all things considered. Uh, You're getting
1: the Chamber match as well. Probably two of them. That's become a draw.
0: Yeah, and you'll probably get two of them. That's that's the reality of it. Though there might be something of a, you know, a big tag match or some all-star eight-man tag, but though there will be something in there that uh, that keeps the audience going and it doesn't necessarily have to be the rock because again, like you said, tickets have moved very well for that venue and they're they're good. They're just happy to be back there. They're happy to have a, a live event, a live PLE happening in their country. So yeah, they could do a contract signing. There you go. They've done it before on a, on a PLE. Like Ronda Rousey did okay. a contract signing for, for her first WrestleMania match. And that turned out to be a pretty big deal.
1: How do you get... Because I think this is the interesting question. Because it's very simple to say, well, it's Rock and Roman. That's how you get there. But how do you get to Rock and Roman logically when you factor in the Royal Rumble winner? Because I don't think Rock's winning the Rumble. I don't think unless Rock's he comes gonna- out of 30. Just tosses whoever wins that's it
0: cody I, and, cody and gunter come out one and two rock comes out 30 eliminates cody and gunter. <laughs> And then I Rock know. is like i want roman reigns and <laughs> there we are uh no that is a very good question because unless punk wins the rumble and says i don't care about the head of the table i want you seth rollins because of all the things you said blah 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 and we talked about this i We would, you and I, I think, have agreed we'd much prefer the winner of the Rumble going after the guy who's held the title for, you know, over 1,200 days, three years, whatever you want to say. That is a more, that's a bigger prize right now. Yeah. But Punk would be the only one that could get away with being like, no, he said some shit. You've been saying some shit. So I'm going to take you to WrestleMania and I'm going to beat you off the mantle. That's a bad choice of words. (laughs) But anyway, that would be kind of where we're at is Punk winning the Rumble. Which is something we haven't even discussed as like actually happening because we've been on the Cody Rhodes, you know, train doing it two in a row, and then going or winning the the Elimination Chamber. But what this does, my point being, is that if Punk wins the Rumble, then you open up. What does then it becomes Roman Reigns' decision who faces him at WrestleMania, where he goes and says to Nick Aldis, he basically bullies Nick Aldis somehow into giving him the Rock. Or the rock bullies Nick Aldous. Basically, the Aldous and Roman st- not story, but at least the side quest maybe includes the rock.
1: I don't think there's gotta be any bullying going on. I think Nick Aldous sees the rock and Roman Reigns. And it's like, yeah, that's fair. I want to like, make that match. <laughs> he'll be
0: like, sure, that'll be the best event. You're right. He might be yeah. like, enough, let's go.
1: Yeah, I don't feel like anybody's gonna bully anybody on that. If anything, like I'm sure Roman does. Like the, the character of Roman Reigns should want that match, by the way, because that's his chance to really stake head of the table. Because everyone says, Oh, it's it's the rock. The rock is the reason you're in this position anyway. So yeah, I don't think there needs to be any bullying going on. But then what do you do with the Elimination Chamber? Because that's not gonna be a number one contender's match, which it has been in the past. Rock ain't working elimination chamber, brother.
0: So that becomes a women's chamber and a men's chamber, U.S. title, Intercontinental Championship. The winner gets Gunter. Uh, There are ways you can do it. If there are enough people lining up to take on Logan Paul, that could be LA Knight's big win so that he gets to face Logan Paul at WrestleMania. They've done it before, and they could do it easily again. That's what they did uh, this past year in Montreal. Because they didn't have a world heavyweight championship, but right, he needs right. to do something. And Austin Theory just defended his title in the Chamber. You can do that again, or you can say that this year the Chamber is for the number one contendership to the U.S. or intercontinental championships.
1: All right, I, I can see, I can see that. You can also, I mean, I don't know, they have a tag division allegedly. You could maybe do a tag team elimination chamber.
0: That was such a point. mess the first time. Let's go.
1: It was, it was, but I don't know what they're doing with the tag division. It took me, it literally took me a second. Like who the hell are the tag team champions still judgment day, right? Yep. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So they're there. Um, all right, well let's theorize let's, let's fantasy book that CM Punk wins. The rumble goes after Seth, which is something that I said after that promo on, on raw, when punk and Seth had that promo that, okay, if punk wins him going after Seth, makes sense i don't like it for anybody else i don't like it for anybody else but for for punk i can buy it we get rock and roman because both men are like let's just do this like you don't really need to set it up beyond that they'll set it up enough just with the the overall story where's old uh what's well, old cody doing then
0: that's the big problem you could like what do you do with cody him and Randy have a, a big match that's Legacy based like that's not good enough that's a that's a shot in the dick to Cody that's, I mean, that's, a, that's rubber a good it's but... a good match but it's a rubber chicken in the face yeah. does, Cody, does Cody insert him does he become the special guest referee no. for the rock and Roman
1: no, I can't do that
0: <laughs> there's there is nothing on Cody
1: and Gunther you Cody and Gunther for the Intercontinental title but then
0: what story are you finishing is there really a
1: story? Like, this is you don't have to finish the story. Stories can be long.
0: I mean it's already if- a pretty long story. What if Cody wins the rumble? What if Cody still he calls his shot and says, I want Roman? Rock, too bad, so sad. And then Rock gets involved at WrestleMania to cost Roman the title. And then we do no. Roman walk down the line. Maybe no.
1: it's I don't like. If Roman is going to lose, we can't. We can do some interference nonsense, but it can't. It's got to be interference to prevent interference from the bloodline. It cannot be. Roman can't get hit. It's got to be as clean as possible. I don't need Cody winning the title because Rock hit a rock bottom on Roman and then Cody hit the crossroads. That's stupid.
0: Just do the Rumble 2014 finish with rock and rock. CM punk
1: with cm punk no rock would hold up cody's arm
0: and no no i'm saying good. do the 2014 rumble finish Was it 2014 that- 2013 2013 where rock rock versus uh rock versus cm punk for the title at the oh room. okay that was 2013 right, right. yeah. do that okay. finish and then have vince come out and be like no we're starting it again <laughs> <laughs> rock bottom one two three that's the end
1: uh, Dave saying, "Do Cody and Roman at the Royal Rumble? Uh, Co- Roman's facing Orton, LA Knight, and or AJ Styles at the Rumble. I the only way Cody's getting his story at Mania, I feel, is if they do get Rock and Roman at Elimination Chamber, which I'm not holding out hopes for. It, that one seems uh, that one seems like it's just I, I don't feel that's an Elimination Chamber." thing i understand people's point of it by the way i see there's a lot of discourse online of like oh you can do it here because then you're also you make that event feel like a big event and everything but like we we gotta talk big picture here everybody like it's already gonna feel like a big event because all of these shows where they go elsewhere feel like a big event you're telling me backlash didn't feel like a big show even though what joel
0: oh they'll do it in saudi
1: no, they're not doing rock and roll. Rock, so
0: Roman, so and Saudi that. without the title involved.
1: No, you're not doing that.
0: Yeah. I don't know about that. You can put an edition on The Rock's bus.
1: You're not no, you're not you're not doing that. Matching Saudi.
0: You, you could say no, but it's possible. I,
1: Saudi's still a ways away. Like that's after
0: it's after mania. It's always yeah. after mania. But it's a WrestleMania like show, according to WWE.
1: People keep saying, you know, oh, Rock and Roman doesn't need the title either. It doesn't need the title, but it's going to have the title as long as Roman's the champion. Like, you can't just... I'm not beating Roman just to do that match because it doesn't need the title. Like, if you can do the match, you do the match. If If Roman's still the champion, then Roman's still the champion.
0: That's why I'm still on Cody wins the Rumble and faces Roman, says, Sorry, Rock, too bad, so sad. Rock gets involved at Mania somehow, and still Roman loses to Cody. And then you what? do Rock and Roman for no title. The question is where? And that's why I keep pushing, you know, or not pushing, pitching different places. You do it at SummerSlam, wherever it's going to be. Well, they say? It's hypothetically, it's going to be Cleveland, but they haven't officially announced it yet, according to FIFA Select.
1: I mean, that's uh, cool with me. That's it's you'll love that. 45 minutes from where I live.
0: Yeah, there you go. Perfect. But there's that, and then there's. You could, again, I bring up Saudi. You're probably not going to do it at one of the PLEs internationally this year. Yeah, there's there's not a lot of places other than WrestleMania to make it happen. But that's kind of where I am. You could do, yeah, WrestleMania in a year. You could do, oh, God, do once in a lifetime. Rogan Reigns comes out the night after WrestleMania. He's lost the title. And he says, Rock, you have one year. And I'm going to beat your ass at WrestleMania 41. Rock comes out and he's like, bring it. Bitch. And then that's it. And he walks off for those who were in audio. I was staring at my arm.
1: I like the idea of a rock and Roman one year feud. Honestly, neither
0: man shows up for one
1: year. Yeah. Neither man really shows up anyway. You know, you're just, you got to keep Roman, keep Roman strong. That's very difficult Uh, for, for the year for the rock match um i don't know like it's tough because pushing this stuff off there's always a risk with that there was a risk when roman beat cody last year and it's like okay well he'll finish the story at wrestlemania 40 here comes the rock didn't see that one coming here's cm punk didn't see him coming like now where does cody fall back in there and it you know he might fall back out Um, and then do you run the risk of pushing it another year to 41 to where he gets to finish the story? Do you run the risk of Roman and and rock pushing to 41? I always feel when you have this stuff in front of you, you got to do it because you don't know what's going to happen within that year. And right now they got rock and Roman. I just, I understand you can try to get it done at elimination chamber. You can try to maybe, maybe you do it at Saudi, maybe SummerSlam. I think Cody Roman at SummerSlam is more likely because Cody can get hurt, which would not be good, but there's less of a risk of him like going somewhere. There's still a risk. There's always a risk. What if if he's close to resigning or has a contract in front of him? He's at least going to be there. The injury risk is always real. You don't know what Rock is going to be doing. Like, if you got the match, you got to do the match. And it still feels like it's a mania match. Like, Rock, not so much. I mean, yes, the press, the coverage, the the things like that. Like, it's much different doing it for an Australian show or a Saudi show compared to a Philadelphia show in WrestleMania. But if you're Rock, like, you're just going to be like, yeah, let me work a elimination chamber. Let me work this Saudi show. Rock wants to work. Mania, brother.
0: Rock wants to work wherever he gets paid to work. That's really oh,
1: rock. Does.
0: Rock's got I mean, enough money, I know, but he could put another foundation on a new yeah, house. Rock,
1: Rock wants to think of these how to, guys think of. They want to work trucks. mania.
0: Like think of how many trucks the Rock could give away if he just worked one Saudi show. He could give away so many trucks. The entire, the entire state of California. No, no, nay The entire state of Hawaii could be completely outfitted with brand new trucks. If the rock worked Saudi Arabia,
1: they could do the same thing. If he works mania, ain't like, he's going to be short changed money on this. Like I'm sure the rock does want money and I'm sure he'd get a nice payday out of Saudi. I'm with Ryan, Ryan Sullivan here. There's ego in this. Yeah, there is like these They're guys not want to work the biggest show.
0: Yes, you're right. Uh, By the way, the biggest thing you could do right now is leave a thumbs up on the video. And of course, subscribe to us here on the channel, because we drop this content every single day. And of course, donate a Super Chat. If The Rock doesn't want money, well, we do. So any amount of questions, save it right on the air. Uh, And of course, we pull up stuff from the chat once in a while. We do appreciate everyone being so active in here and chatting with us. So uh, yeah, this... This is a really interesting story to be played out. It's only the first round because the rock just showed up and waited until his, at the end of his promo to make a to make a reference. Could go nowhere. Could could be something. Nah, could be... There's... I know, I know. You it's smoke, fire. I get it. That's why I'm saying could be nothing, could be something. It's probably something. And then yeah, where does Cody go? Where does Cody work?
1: I'd love I'd actually think it's funnier if Rock did just throw that line out there just to get everyone in a tizzy and it does lead nowhere. And it's like, remember when Rock said this and we all freaked out and then he never returned to WWE again?
3: Well, <laughs> That'd said, actually
1: be more hilarious.
0: When The Rock came out on Monday, I was like, this is a lesson to everybody. When The Rock tells a Make-A-Wish kid that he's coming back, we should probably listen to The Rock because a lot Rocking. of us were like, oh, he was just being nice. He was just wanting to make a kid's day, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, I don't think he's lying. <laughs>
1: And rock rocking uh lie about in and out burger but he ain't lying these make-a-wish kids
0: yeah uh matt jane said this uh, super chat saying i sent this to sean a few <laughs> weeks ago even before the rock entered the conversation what if randy orton beats roman at the rumble and cody can then finish the story cody's story is winning the the title yeah. it's not necessarily even winning the title at wrestlemania i think sean even asked for clarification from cody about that uh in an interview that they did around SummerSlam. so what if randy beats roman is that is that a moment is that something worth exploring cody versus randy would be a great matchup uh but is it the, the you just said up? that match sucked no i didn't i said it's just a match that you can't really do if you've got rock roman on the table for the world title
1: you you said that cody and randy was a kick in the dick to cody
0: yes because then you have a world title match between roman and and rock for the title a title match so the title match here is is cody versus randy orton is that big enough because again finishing the story is a title match maybe at wrestlemania maybe not we don't know but it's about cody winning the title is that a title worth winning from randy orton who will be a two-month champion at that point is
1: it worth winning at night one at wrestlemania
0: and then defending it against the rock night two?
1: no rock and roman's night two rock and roman's headlining this thing i don't care if it's night yes. one night two or mm-hmm. i don't i don't care if it's title or not that thing's closing this entire weekend
0: yes that's fair again if that is the play that it, it definitely closes the weekend it's a huge moment they've already almost sold out that arena or that that venue twice that that stadium uh and vargov also sent us a super chat saying it's not rock mania money but it's honest earned cash love the show well we appreciate you very much thank uh you. thank you for the super chat that's very very kind of you um yeah we, we we want rock money
1: i don't think so randy's the one that ends roman's whole reign i think that's the part that that I'm feels anticlimactic
0: that does feel anticlimactic yeah. unless it's a big moment where a bunch of people again the the end of the blood not bloodline the end of the Roman uh reigns the roman reign reigns is every almost everybody getting involved because everyone in the bloodline has been involved in some way shape or form to protect roman reigns so now there needs to be someone fighting off everyone and stopping roman from getting getting to to save his title and and win the match that's the end to me
1: do you, so do you do that at rumble here's jimmy coming down oh wait Jay makes the save for randy here's solo coming down oh wait la knight makes the save sure or, sure here's rock to come out and then you're setting up rock and and roman i feel like roman's gonna earn like a a, a rematch at some point like roman
0: versus randy at elimination chamber <laughs>
1: But they, what Roman
0: wins the title back now? That's the He's thing. I know it's very it's it's tough. That's why I'm not saying that it that it would work. But I'm saying that in terms of Cody's approach to winning a title, the match itself for the title at WrestleMania, that would work. But given what we're living in with Roman Reigns and The Rock and who's holding the title right now and for how long, it doesn't work. But the match itself between Randy and Cody, if it's for a title, that would be a good match.
1: How does Cody? Cody wins the Rumble and he goes after Randy then?
0: I guess so. Yeah. The same night, Cody would win the Rumble and Randy would win the world title. And here we are. I'm not a big fan of it, to be honest. It's just, it's there, but it's not the, it's not the match. I feel like Roman and Cody too is the match because of the way the match ended at WrestleMania. Most people can agree. And and you see a lot of people tweeting it, not just Steven Jensen. You know, Cody should have won at WrestleMania 39. He should have. For many different reasons, people say that. I know, but I'm saying that's the just this this feeling that's out there. So that means that the rematch should be happening at WrestleMania 40. That means that there's a vested interest in the rematch happening.
1: I respect that Roman walked into WrestleMania 39 and was like, "It's not your time, kid," because we got this money match with the Rock on the table, and we're gonna hold off on this title loss until we get to this match. And so maybe it'll be next year, maybe it'll be the year after. But we're going to get this match done. And then after we get this match done, maybe it'll be your time. I'm, I'm going to be honest, Joel, be honest. Feelings are going to be hurt.
0: Yes, absolutely.
1: And it, it, these guys, they it sucks that Maybe, I don't know if if any promises or anything were made. I doubt it because that would be foolish. But there's certain ways that it was going to go. And now, because this is now on the table, feelings are going to be hurt because The Rock is involved, CM Punk is involved, and plans got to change because of it. And how people react to their feelings getting hurt is going to dictate a lot and hey, look plans change it's the whole that's the whole motto of the business right you got Rock and roman you don't you don't pass that up and you got it for a title it feels bigger if it's for the title by the way i know people are like oh does it doesn't need the title doesn't need the title you put roman reigns on jimmy fallon you want him having that damn title on his shoulder all three of them and all of this stuff. Instead of just like, oh yeah, I lost my title, but I'm still facing The Rock. You you want that belt. That's the whole reason the belt is a giant WWE logo. It's because you want that thing shown off on television. You don't just take the title off of Roman because some people online are like, I shouldn't have a title. It doesn't need the title. Who cares what it needs and doesn't need? That's why you guys are thinking too small in the bubble you got to think outside of it. you got to think out big picture branding with WWE. And I know the hardcore wrestling fans don't always like that. I know they don't like that kind of stuff. But there's a reason why WWE gets the amount of traction that they get with this kind of stuff. It's because that's how they think.
0: So what you're saying is, when you think about it, CM Punk was right. People got
1: mad. Good. They weren't even mad about that one it oh can I, should I talk about this
0: hold on let's get a couple super chats and then we can talk about it uh because a couple of these are are interesting and well, we'll they're, they're going to take us a little off topic but let's get there will chisholm sent a super chat saying sorry going off topic as i said but what's what's uh, going on with people thinking sorry people thinking tna and wwe may work together i say tna changing pay-per-view to ple i it i it did look funny though so yeah tna had a a video or a commercial where they're saying that their pay-per-views are now premium live events. They should have a long time ago because they've been running most of their shows on YouTube as, as like premium live events. It's not a pay-per-view. You buy it once you've got it. It's on fight. It's on YouTube. It's on various platforms that are not traditional pay-per-view. They still run four times a year on traditional pay-per-view. To me, it just felt like they were changing the name to what is becoming common vernacular in the wrestling world That's not AEW because AEW is also running still traditional pay-per-view. I don't know if you saw this and had any extra thoughts to add.
1: I I saw it. This is again, the WWE influence like they call them premium live events. And so it took a little while, but now everybody's like, okay, we'll just call it premium live events because pay-per-view in traditional terms doesn't exist as much. AEW is going to keep with that. And I assume AEW is going to always kind of go with pay-per-view because that they want to, that is their branding of things, but I understand where TNA um, wants to call them premium live events. I, you know, Sean alluded to it making sense if Triple H's announcement tomorrow is Trinity in the Rumble. Um, you now we'll we'll see when Triple H makes his huge announcement. Uh, but I, I can see it. I, I see the and and TNA on the Endeavor streaming platform now as well. So. There might be some synergies there that make a little bit
0: bit of sense. Could you see the rosters working together or no?
1: Working together fully? No, not really. Can I see uh, TNA people kind of just show up as one-offs? Yes. Can I see like an NXT person maybe showing up in TNA? Maybe. But I don't think we're going to see like a whole lot of rosters working together.
0: X-Division champion. Carmelo Hayes. I mean, I wouldn't hate that. Who am I kidding? Uh, and then Tenres is saying the Fed bought TNA. What's Thursday's announcement? I don't think that they bought TNA. I think that that would be... Uh, I don't think that's a Thursday on a preview show announcement. I really think that Triple H is going to come in and announce like the SummerSlam location. And and it'll be just that. I think, sure. I, I think a TNA announcement would be Closer to, I don't even know. I don't think that there's TNA involvement. I just don't. If there is, cool, great, wonderful. Like, that's that's nice. But, like, FIFA Select reported yesterday that the belief within WWE and TNA is that Trinity, who's also known as Naomi in WWE, is probably going from TNA back to WWE. And that's probably going to happen in early February or even as soon as the Rumble. So just to give you a reasoning why, uh, on the promotional materials, the marketing materials for TNA, there's no Trinity on the No Surrender event, which is happening in late February. But Trinity is on the promotional materials for the Impact tapings in Orlando. Those are January 19th and 20th. So she will certainly be on those tapings, presumably to be written off if she is going back to WWE.
1: And then Trinity can show up at the Rumble.
0: And then Trinity could show up at the Rumble, which is happening in Tampa, and she's local to the area. So it's not like she has to go too far out of her way to, to do the work, uh, which is, I get it. Uh, yeah, so that's kind of where we're at. I don't think that, that TNA is being purchased by WWE. If I'm wrong, okay, sure, I'm wrong, but I just I don't see it. I do think that TNA would be shopping for a deal for a new buyer. I do. Uh, the way that Bound for Glory looked with literally all the Anthem branding all around it. To me, that looked like we're showing off for building a tape library, for building building a uh, a reel that we can use for a sale.
1: Yeah, I don't, I don't think WWE is buying TNA. I feel like those talks would be a little bit heavier, and I also don't feel that's going to be a Triple H announcement on like a Peacock special. Uh, it feels like it'll be a little bit bigger of a deal than that but who knows tune in tomorrow peacock eight eastern i don't know if it's in the morning or the evening eight just find I it on peacock
0: yeah i just assume it's both they'll anyway.
1: air it in the morning and then once again in the evening
0: yeah no it's just going to be a 12-hour stream oh okay 8 a.m to 9 p.m so 13 hours val capone kept uh, sent us a couple by the way happy belated birthday val is your birthday happy
1: belated week. birthday val capone i hope you're feeling better we do
0: absolutely she said uh, you dudes rule cake face and tie pepsi man well we appreciate you hey pepsi give us a sponsorship uh and she also followed up with please tell me what i'm supposed to call fight tv so i don't mess it up on the mic what is triller please explain to dumb dumb capone vid brain over here you call it triller tv that's the first triller line. yeah
1: triller, triller tv
0: plus triller yeah, like tv whatever you want to call it i like that richard Holley called it thriller tv i think that's something we should use <laughs> uh but yes triller triller tv what is triller jeremy do you know because i know they were they were in with boxing they did a
3: triller, yes that's, that's, the thriller, yep.
0: that's it right Yeah, yeah, I know that they did a three-sided ring once for a boxing fight. That was awful. Uh, And other than that, I don't know much about Triller other than they kind of grifted for a little bit.
1: Yeah, well, they made enough money to reprint fights. So that's all all I know. That's, I don't know how much more, I, I don't know. It's just a name to me, like the content hasn't really changed or anything like that. As long as that's not going anywhere, I don't care what it's called.
0: I'm not always wrong. I'm often right. What is this? Uh, Batista, the hall of fame. That's actually something that it could be. (laughs) I know you'd be very excited.
1: Oh man, man. I need, I need it. I need big Dick Dave back in my life. It's all I'm asking for. It's all I'm asking for Paul. Make it happen.
0: He'll put the thriller in your TV. Vagov says, uh, I hope Big E returns at the Rumble. Miss him. I'd love to see Big E return. I hope he's good. I hope he's uh, he's feeling good.
1: I hope so, too. I, I, hope, I hope Big E is... He was at the gym. Uh, he posted a video because the old twin debate came back up, which was hilarious. If nobody has seen that clip of the Usos and New Day, debating if you could be twins, but you're not born in the, the same year, same day. And Big E being very mad at the discussion. And then every year, you know, there was a there was twins born at the end of 2023, the start of 2024. Are they still twins? Kofi tagged Big E, and Big E once again was just like, You guys are stupid. Knock it the hell off. So he's at the gym, clanging and banging, trying to look like the rock, as we all are, I assume. So get on Biggie. I hope he is back whenever he does.
0: Uh, big D is Drew McIntyre. But yes, he should also be in the Hall of Fame. I am any
1: lost. I thought he was going to win.
0: That was a good... I don't know what they're match. doing with Drew. Neither do I. Well, I mean, they, for all we know, that's that's the beginning of the end for Drew McIntyre. We haven't heard anything about a new contract. Uh, obviously, FIFO Select will be having that info the second it drops. But yeah, so far, nothing on, on Drew McIntyre. We should probably reach out to our Drew McIntyre and see if he knows anything.
1: Should we should yeah yeah but anyway
0: so so i'll bring this up again saying you're always wrong uh hey jeremy who won between nia and becky lynch on monday i don't know i didn't watch oh really okay uh (laughs) for those who missed it nia jack did defeat becky lynch as i told everyone on the show it would happen and uh it looks like nia Jax versus rey ripley is on the horizon by my me becky lynch losing that match really does nothing for anybody. It doesn't hurt anybody. Becky Lynch is going to be fine. She's in the Rumble. She's a favorite for the Rumble. So why not have Nia Jax build her resume to go after Rhea Ripley? And you want to talk about big moments. The moment that Rhea Ripley hits a riptide on Nia Jax, people are going to pop for that. That's where we're well at.
1: That's probably going to be the uh, the the elimination chamber match, right? Is Naya and Rhea. Naya, Naya Rhea. Nah.
0: <laughs> it's still funny. I don't know where you do it. Both options are on the table. You can do it at Rumble, you could do it at the Elimination Chamber. I don't hate doing Becky versus uh Rhea at Royal at uh, sorry at the Elimination Chamber. Nah, that's mania main events. But again, you have, you have the country woman, you know, as as the main events. That's a big Yeah, t- but you're you're gonna you're gonna you're but gonna they,
1: heal she, Becky. You're gonna heal Becky in Australia.
0: No, I you might have to. Like, no, I, I,
1: that's that's dumb. That's that's you. Ba- you basically have to almost babyface Rhea, leading into the event because she's gonna be the babyface at the pay per view. So she needs to work with a strong heel, and that strong heel is Nia Jax. You're not. No, that's. Terrible booking, Becky and Rhea.
0: They do this all Chamber. the time, though. With with Rhea, people want to cheer her regardless of where they are. Then she gets the crowd while she's in the ring. They'll cheer. Well, good,
1: her you when can it comes out. Good, you can cheer her when when she's working with a strong heel going into a big babyface reaction at Elimination Chamber. Now, Be- Becky and Rhea is is mania to me. I, I'm not doing that elimination chamber because the dynamic of that sucks.
0: I think people are going to boo both women regardless. I'm sorry, boo not they're going to cheer both women regardless. I just, they're and booing that's fine. Again, this is the Seth and Drew thing. People booed uh, Drew. People were booing Seth. People were cheering Seth. People were cheering, <laughs> Seth. people were cheering Drew. Like there is just a pick your favorite kind of feeling in that that kind of match.
1: Rhea's is going to get complete babyface reaction. In Australia.
0: Yeah, but does she have to? Can she what do you can mean? she can she control the crowd? Can she get the crowd to turn on? We've seen it before where hometowners have turned the crowd on them.
1: Why would you want to even do
0: that, though? Oh, look at what happened with Dominic Mysterio in his hometown this past week on Raw they were in
1: Uh, nobody's like oh dominic big home they they come to san diego every year (laughs) they don't go to australia every year for a big major event let's not compare these two things
0: but i want to because we have dominic mysterio and rhea ripley they're very close
1: no no you can do rhea and and naya at elimination chamber because naya can work big dominant heel and rhea can fight from underneath as much as Rhea Ripley can fight from underneath, given her, her size and strength. And then Rhea gets the big, nice baby face reaction. And then you do Becky and Rhea at, at mania. Cause if you do Becky and Rhea elimination chamber, what the hell are you doing at mania?
0: Naomi, Naomi and Rhea. I don't know. I'm just kind of throwing out names at this point. Uh, Jade. I don't Jake, know if Jade's yeah. a
1: baby face or a heel. I I feel like they've uh, pumped the brakes on that one a little bit.
0: I don't think they pumped the brakes so much as they like said we're taking our time. We're taking our sweet ass time, which you and I talked about being a reality for a very long time. We never said she was going to come out first week and just go for it. We kind of said when she was signed, we were like, "We'll, we'll wait until deadline. We'll wait until you know." We, we said NXT Man, and we said it has
1: been passed.
0: Well, no, but I'm saying that we didn't say next week. We said at least a few months. And obviously we were wrong, but we never said, like, bring her out first week she's in. We said, let her do what she needs to do to become whatever <sighs> star they're hoping she becomes.
1: I think Rumble is a good debut for her because she can interact with a few people, see how that goes. And then... It, she doesn't have to take a pinfall. Obviously she can just get eliminated. And if it takes like multiple people to eliminate her that, you know, that makes her look strong and everything. I don't know if she's going to be high profile mania match. Like right now, the mania matches to me feel, I think Rhea and Becky is, is there. I, I guess there's other options, but that's their biggest option is Rhea and Becky. Uh, and then, On the SmackDown side of things, Bailey and Io, but that could be a multi-woman thing. Dakota's supposed to be back end of January, February, hopefully. Uh, So maybe a multi-woman thing for the the SmackDown because Charlotte's now out of the picture. Naomi coming back, if she does, she'll factor in somewhere out of this. Um, But but Bailey and Io seems to be where they're sort of going here.
0: I'm going to gonna bring this up from Jeff Valley Driver saying uh, still weird to have a developmental show that Jade could be on. Out of sight, out of mind, the hype is gone for now. I don't think so. I think putting Jade on TV weekly would have been a problem because you have... The point of being on TV is to eventually wrestle. The point of Jade is to be a wrestler. If she's not there, she's not wrestling. If she's on TV and not wrestling, then that's when the hype kind of dies down, in my opinion.
1: I'd rather have her off TV... Than on weekly and not really wrestling, exactly. But they did put her on TV for all those straight weeks of, hey, you're gonna be here. Like I, I do agree with Jeff. Is like if you're gonna put, then just go ahead and have her wrestle. But you're not gonna put her on like level level up or anything. She should probably be working some of these like NXT live events that they do at the, at the very least. Like you should probably wrestle on those shows. That's the point of these live events is so you wrestle on those shows.
0: I think just like when a celebrity comes in, they train in a ring that's given to them or at the P and at the PC. And then any matches they have are either done with a lot of coaches watching or they're taped hard camera style, basically arena style so that you know what you're doing, right. And what you're doing wrong, they're picked apart. And that's where I see, that's what I see them doing with Jade. They're not uh, putting her on an NXT show because They're trying to make her bigger then. And if people start seeing her at the show in Ocala, then they're just going to be like, oh, okay. She's not important. I feel like they want to make her feel as important as possible. They announced the signing. They made that a big deal. It was bigger than just a PC signing. This was, we got her. She is money. She is the person we want to build around. And you'll see her soon. That's my my general consensus here.
1: I disagree with oh, she's working the Largo loop. She's not important. Nakamura was working the Largo loop. He still came out and NXT looking like a big star every single time.
0: Nakamura was brought in at a time when NXT was also known as the Work Program. Sure,
1: but no one thought that Nakamura's star was going down because he was working these shows. If you got to get these people ready, actually utilize all the resources available to you To get them ready.
0: End of the day. I think Ysoul has got it. It's like they paraded her around essentially to stick it to AEW. If they weren't ready to have her on TV. And I agree. They were probably, they were like, this is us. Look who we got. And you don't have her anymore. So see you bye. So there's, there's, there's some reason for both.
1: And also look, like I, I I said before, in the whole rock debate of, uh, if she's working the Largo loop and a bunch of people online, see it they're still going to tune into NXT and and watch it. And the people who don't see her on the Largo loop are still going to, the way you present her on television is what's going to matter. No one's going to, Jake Cargill's not going to come out and the people online are going to be like, Oh, she, this isn't a big deal. I saw her wrestle in front of 20 people in Largo. It's still going to be a big deal.
0: I think if you put her on the coconut loop and you don't put her on TV, that's a big problem why that's because there are going to be people clamoring like why isn't she on tv what's wrong what's the deal she should, They're doing that now but they're not putting her on they're not putting her anywhere publicly that's the difference they're not and so now she, people
1: are like well what what's the deal because why isn't she anywhere? About her?
0: people aren't thinking about her right now and that's okay that's kind of the point the point Clearly, is that she's going to come out like a lion and beat the shit out of somebody and then they're going to restart it the idea is that they come out and they say, oh my God, that's Jade Cargill. So we signed her back and blah, 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 blah. And now she's here. Now she's ready. She's going to take on all opponents, beat everyone else up.
1: I think if you got to get her ready, again, utilize the resources that you have. Otherwise, why why are you doing these loops? Why do you have all of the... Why do you have for all people of people who them?
0: aren't Jade. Honestly, for people who haven't worked TV, for people who are getting these, these signings out of college, for people who don't have an experience like jade's you got brian yeah, alexis king whatever you want to call him he's working those 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 coconut loops because he's going to be a tentpole town for nxt right now that's where they see him he is someone that they're going to build a little bit around and they're going to use him as, as <coughs> they're not doing that with jade they want to move past that they want to get jade out of the pc and onto the road as soon as they can make her the star that they think that she can be but they do that by building her in their lab Behind closed doors. Logan Paul didn't work NXT. Logan Paul got a ring in his backyard, worked with the coaches, worked with the staff, and then went out and did his thing. That's what they want out of Jay Cargill. They want another Logan Paul big celebrity signing.
1: But she's not. She's not working once a month and then doing social branding every other time. She's not a part-time
0: wrestler. We don't know that yet. For all I know, they're gonna re- redo her deal entirely to
1: make her part time, to make her Logan Paul. She's not a part time. We we've seen Jade Cargill. This isn't. She's not a celebrity of that level. And I like Jade Cargill, but she's not a. She's been in AEW. She's not Logan Paul, who has this following from social media and stuff.
0: She, well, compared to Logan Paul, no, she's not. My point with Logan Paul was that Logan was brought in specifically to work on Maine with the people who coached him working with him off TV. That's what they're doing with Jade because they see her as somebody who is more than just... We signed her to the PC and we're going to put put her on
1: on television. Joel, they've already put her out there. We've already seen her in AEW. And I understand it's different fan bases, but it's the same different fan bases that are going to look at her and say, oh, she's working Largo, who aren't going to care once she actually gets on television. So have her work Largo, have her get the experience that apparently she needs if you can't put her on television yet, and have her get used to that kind of style.
0: But in the WWE style, when they bring somebody in who is a big deal, they tout it yeah they'll they'll march her out for a month or for a few weeks just to tease where will she go and then you know what they'll cycle her out maybe they figured out that yeah her game's not very strong we got to work on it i don't think that includes going and putting her on the coconut loop i think that includes doing the things that i've been saying putting her behind closed doors working with the best talent the best teams the best people and then (laughs) eventually giving her a match because when she's got to do it guess what she's got to do it live Maybe she's working those Friday closed doors uh, NXT PC only events. That's fine. We haven't been told whether or not she has, but that would make sense. But they're not putting it in front of fans. They're just not. They're not going to until she's ready to go and they deem her ready to go. All right. We'll see. Maybe no, we'll see. From- we will see. They're, they're currently not putting her on TV. We'll find out why. As the months go by.
1: This is the only thing I can kind of agree on is like, you can't have Jade's first match in WWE being a random yeah, NXT house show. Okay. But CM Punk's big return was in MSG.
0: CM Punk didn't have a 10 year hiatus from WWE. And then show up at the, sorry, my point is Jade Cargill didn't have a 10 year hiatus from WWE where she had a, then before then, uh, almost 10 year career and got over with the fans in a certain way to then work MSG at a sold out show. She doesn't get that punk does because punk had that.
1: Jade was on AEW television. She's been on yes, NXT. He, yes. She had television.
0: squash matches and a match with Shaq. Where the fuck I is Shaq?
1: Like I don't know where Shaq is. Shaq would be great.
0: It was her mother that unfortunately passed away recently. Um, not that that's, someone's asking in the chat. Yes. Her mother had passed away recently. Uh, and that, that also could play a role. She was very close with her. So there you go. Who knows?
1: I, I mean, yes, that could very well be a factor in why she is not on television or anything. I would just say, get these people as much experience as possible before you do throw them on television. And maybe it doesn't go so well. And then you're like, Oh, maybe she should have been working in front of crowds before. All of this.
0: I think the crowd she's working in front of are the ones that she sees every day are her, her, her uh, classmates, if you will.
1: Mm, that's fine, but uh, that ain't real world crowds.
0: Oh, and by the way, th- that's, that's the point. Punk was on AEW TV. They act like he's been out of wrestling. Yes, because he hasn't been in the quote unquote WWE universe for 10 years. They just played it off that way. It's an if you know, you know. That's why Punk doesn't, Punk's not talking about AEW. He's any reference he's making is double entendre. He's not going out and being like, I was in AEW. He's just saying, I'm back. So those who know, yeah, they know he was in AEW. They're not doing that with Jade. (laughs) They certainly haven't said, we signed her from AEW, but she came over from AEW too.
1: Well, they, they certainly touted her as this big signing and this big okay. deal. And then we haven't seen her.
0: I think when we see her, we will have a reason why we haven't seen her yet. And again, I think that'll come from reporting and just from people discussing how she's progressed. You know what? Go ask Sean in his Q&A. I, I, I ask hope Sean in his Q&A on Select how Jade's doing and he'll get the answer for you.
1: I, I hope things are going well with Jade. I hope she is picking things up and learning, and I hope we do see her on television sooner rather than later because they brought her in as this big deal, and then we just haven't seen her.
0: Jade versus Bow wow. That's the match. Come on. Where's the pop? You know what, Jade? They already versus-
1: popped when that feud was going on, and then they just dropped it, so I'm not <laughs> popping for it.
0: Well, just said maybe they send her to stardom. Japan loves those big women. <laughs> they could send her to stardom. That would have been great. Megan Bain did great over there.
1: Yeah, I don't know how I mean, yeah, Megan Bain did, did well, but Megan Bain had experience wrestling in front of crowds weekly.
0: Well, oh, did she really, though? Megan? Yeah. I know she did. That's the point. Anyway. Uh speaking of Japan, speaking of female talent, Mercedes Monet heading to AEW, what do you think? Is this happening, Jeremy Lamberts? This all started on Monday while we were on the air.
1: That's the report, right? So I don't doubt Sean Ross Sapp. Uh, Seems like that's going to happen. We will see maybe as early as tonight. If that happens.
0: Is that something you want to see?
1: Sure. I want to see all these wrestlers on television. I want to see them work the Largo loop.
0: (laughs) Mercedes going to work the next house rules show yeah she'll be on battle of aborts
1: <laughs> no i i do want to see i, I want to see uh mercedes in AEW. i want to just see mercedes back in in wrestling in general because she's been out for since may she's been like a little bit online and stuff but even last year felt like it was a a tease of what she could do because she wrestled what like five matches last year she had the big debut at wrestle kingdom which is in 12 hours from now uh this year's version um she had the big debut at wrestle kingdom and then she only wrestled a handful of matches she got hurt and she missed the rest of the year starting in may so i i want to see mercedes on television i want to see mercedes wrestling because right now the idea of mercedes feels bigger than what she's done, which is a testament to her overall star power, mind you. But I, I just haven't seen her in in so long, but she's done a great job of keeping her name out there and getting people anticipating for this. And I do want to see what what she looks like in AEW because we've seen these signings come in before of like, this is going to be the one and it hasn't been the one. And with with We know kind of how the women's divisions are in AEW. They've made some great strides over the past few months. I will completely admit to that. But there's also, where does she fit in this world where the women's champions are a movie star kind of doing her own bit, which rules, and the spooky stuff, which doesn't seem like it. Where does she fit in all of that? You know, I, I just want to, I want to see what that looks like, and I want to see if she's going to be out there. She's going to be allowed to go out there and have like a, a ten to twelve minute match on television. Because even though the women are getting some more time on television, I, I still most of these matches are like sub ten minutes. I feel like maybe not pay per view, but cer- certainly on television, they're still like sub ten minutes.
0: All of her matches, by the way in new japan except for the title change with Kyrie, those were also sub 15 so like she hasn't been doing long matches there either
1: okay well that's still five extra minutes than she yes. would be getting on well, AEW television
0: we're looking like yeah 14 13 we're, we're, whatever i'm not here to number pick but i see what you're saying where does she fit in what is what what works and is she the, again, every woman who's come into AEW said they're going to be the change. They're going to be the reason that the women revolutionize AEW and so on and so forth. She's the first one who has that opportunity with the amount of money they're going to pay her, allegedly. And with the star power that she brings. Like you said, I just want to see her land somewhere and start working. And I hope that she's ready to go. And I wouldn't hate her, honestly, starting with Willow Nightingale. Um, <coughs> go with the woman who who... Took you out, quote unquote, for the audio people. Uh, who The one who, her last match before she was injured was against Willow for the New Japan Strong Women's title. Why not do something like that where she calls out Willow and says, I want to make this right. I want to have the match we were supposed to have. Let's do that. And then we just start off strong with a very, very, very good women's match. With a really good women's wrestling match. Because like you said, the women at the top of AEW right now, it's all super gimmicks. And I don't know why the women's division has become the gimmicks division, but it has. You've got Tony Storm doing the the everything you just said. You've got everything going on that way. Mercedes doesn't need to be that gimmicky gimmick. Start with the with a Willow match and go from there.
1: I'm fine with with Willow. The is she coming in as a heel? Is she coming? She's gonna get cheered immediately. Yeah. So the Willow Willow thing you Got two baby faces working against each other, which is fine.
0: They do that often anyway. It's that they'll, these are just two women who respect each other. Handshake, yeah, all.
1: yeah, it, it, that's fine. I think like she's got to go after the world title. I, I do think like her playing off Tony can be very good, by the way. I like that way more than her doing anything with Sky Blue and and Tone or, or uh Julia Hart, which. I think they're doing good work. The, the overall, like the, the gimmick itself, not for me. I've said that plenty of times. I, I respect the work that they're doing with it. Just not really my cup of tea, the Tony storm stuff. I think she can play off that great. And I think it could be very good. Um, but yeah, like, are they going to get more television time because of it? Are you going to, who loses television time? You know, it's a, I think she can definitely be a change. It's just how long is that change going to last? And I hope it lasts for a, a long, for a long while. I hope it is a real change.
0: Yeah, it'd be nice to see that women's division flourish. We've seen some positive reaction to at least world's end having three matches with the women. They weren't all perfect, but at least they were there. The TBS Championship, I don't hate the idea of it becoming the uh almost their developmental. Women's title, which technically that should be the Ring of Honor women's title, but Athena is forever champion, so whatever. Either way, if you're gonna be on TV and you're gonna be on collision and you're gonna defend the TBS title, I don't hate the idea of the younger talent going for that title and then using it as a means to springboard up to the women's world championship when the time is right. If they do that, yeah, it's a mid-card title. There you go. Uh but it's but a lot of the talent there are like because they've been treated this way more undercard. Cause that's just the women's division hasn't been very well defined over the years. So as they start to find that definition, you can start using the TBS title as a mid card instead of a developmental title right now. It's just used as they, this is the young talent they're vying for this and it's working. They're doing good stuff. I do wish that they got rid of like just the spooky people going after the title. though. <laughs> yeah.
1: I mean, that's, that's just, what it's been maybe that'll change now that julia's defeated abaddon and thunder rosa is probably owed something i mean thunder should be coming after one of these titles i the women's world title would be better but i can also see like she's on collision she had the the tag team match where she defeated sky blue so i can see her being part of the tbs division there um so Thunder Rosa is going to be involved somehow with the, the title picture. If Mercedes comes in, that's a big get. Where's Britt Baker in, in all of this. Jamie Hader is hopefully going to be back pretty soon. Like they've got, they've got the talent there. It's just a matter. I, you know, I hope Riho and Sheeta don't get put back on the back burner. Like they typically do after they lose these matches. Statlander should still be involved. Willow, should still be involved the talents there it's just a matter of giving them enough time and it again doesn't always have to be matches and this is one thing i do give them credit for that they've done a they've done a better job is it's not always matches it's still typically one women's match per show but you're getting some backstage segments you're getting some vignettes and things like that and like just as long as you're getting them involved and telling the telling stories in different ways to get to the match i'm cool with that as well because that's something they weren't doing good job of it was just here's your match good luck. Now it's, okay, let's actually do backstage segments and stuff.
0: Yeah, and even the, the Mariah May debut, she's going to face Queen Aminata tonight, and that is something that they built to. Not that, that Aminata was the, the person she was going to face, but that Mariah May was going to have her open, her debut match. It was going to be on Dynamite. Like They did a good job of promoting that to get there, and then also last week, they turned it into the Tony Storm and Riho go-home angle going into World's Ten. So, yeah, you're right. Little things like that do go a long way with women's matches. It's <laughs> not just Go ahead, have your match. It is, we're going to build stories with these women as they should. And I hope that if you bring in someone like a Mercedes or even a Deanna Perrazzo, that you start to work with these women to build meaningful characters and meaningful uh, meaningful matches and meaningful angles. So there you go. I'm going to cough and then we're going to bring up some super chats.
1: I'll bring up the super chat. Uh, Will Chisholm says, is it me a- is it me or AWWB have their own verse? WWE have the LWO, the Bloodline, Damage Control. AWO Tony House of Black just give Mercedes the the Mercedes verse. The OG the Monet the, verse. Monet verse. Uh, that's like every wrestling company in existence, though. Like if you if you really want to get like technical about things, like right, like WCW had the NWO verse, and then every then everything else was adjacent. To that like that's how things Have kind of always been they're, they're Not necessarily like their own Universe it's just their own Stories and when yeah. you're talking about uh, When you're talking about big groups Like that like that's That's where the stories just kind of they They live they live in that If you want to call it universe fine But I don't feel like they're Detached always from everything Else they're just that's their story And then you have other stories going on as
0: well yeah, I agree. It's the universes are not universes. There's a WWE universe and an AEW galaxy, whatever they whatever they started calling. I think it's it. a
1: galaxy.
0: Yeah, yeah that, that was the, the the Jericho Appreciation Society joke. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, the the idea is their fan bases are their fan bases in their worlds. This is the Marvel thing that always popped me was like we're Marvel, and that's why because they they operate in their own little worlds. So all of these people, like Jeremy said, are running their own stories sometimes they do meet and twist but very clearly defined storylines it's not bad a little bit of interaction here and there is good but you don't want to muddy up the waters otherwise you get a lot of confusion and a lot of like oh will they and then people get their hopes up and we know in wrestling people get their hopes up people don't show up or people don't have the matches with the rock at wrestlemania 40 that we all expect so who knows but yeah i would say we don't have a, a verse a universe we just have people's characters intertwined with other characters and then they do move around because now that tony storm is done with Riho, tony storm's gonna have to intertwine with somebody else mariah may the chris datlander who knows there's just a lot of people that you can use from there um lee butler sent a super chat saying sort of hangman match of the year I, it's definitely up there for a lot of people i don't know if you have another one. i know who yours what's is that? i already know who yours is what's mine it's miz and snoop dogg and he's in Snoop Dogg. That's right. Yeah. That was on the Matt Men best of, but not on the <laughs> FIFA Awards. So clearly we're doing it wrong. Valkapon said yes. the super chat saying, I'm going to ask SRS where my Steamboat Willie FIFA shirt is because that new logo is sweet. Also, Monet had a minimal due to injury, but impactful matches. Absolutely. I, again, I don't have a problem with Mercedes Monet, the entertainer. I just sometimes don't enjoy the fan base. And I think that's true of any hardcore fan base. Wrestling fans, not like it doesn't matter who. Sometimes hardcore fans can be so much to deal with. But I like Mercedes Money the Wrestler. I like the character most of the time. I do hope that she ditches the laugh. That's all I want gone from the character presentation. Ha
1: ha! Money! Ha ha
0: <laughs> steamboat money! <laughs> Mercedes Willie, motor, oh mother. Sorry, uh, that's all I can think about. That and diarrhea. Huh. Now what? I don't know. What
1: Go? are we doing on this show? I don't
0: know. We started talking. We got the Rock. We talked about Mercedes heading potentially to AEW as early as tonight. We got we got to do a Dynamite preview, but we got time. I don't know what. What do you guys want to talk about?
1: So what do you guys want to talk about? So I, I, I did this bit Joel. Yeah let's talk about the bit. <laughs> I did this bit I, I, I thought um, yeah, Steamboat, Steamboat Monet. Um, there you go everybody. I had that, that that Steamboat Willie Picture saved from yesterday's FMC by the way everyone go watch that show. That's I love is blind mobile is a absolute trip absolute trip um so i did this bit i started it on new year's (laughs) it's just gonna be like it's not said often but when you really think about it blank was right i was like i'm gonna do this every day and just see what the reactions are gonna be so the first one i did was cm punk was right because i figured yeah why not start off strong with cm punk right and i got a lot a lot of a lot of yeah, PM, CM Punk. Yes, yes, it was, it was great. CM Punk, he was definitely right. Don't even know what this is about. He was right. I had people DMing me, Joel, saying, I totally agree with you. I was thinking the same thing. And I'm like, all right, cool. I was just like screwing around, but fine. And then yesterday, same bit. Something I did it with Hangman Page. And I thought I thought it was... That was funny. Like, ah, sure. Why why don't we do Hangman Page out of this? The people, the people in my that wouldn't get any traction. That's the fair. people. I had some people being like, don't even know what this is about, but yes, Hangman Page is right. I agree. Doesn't matter what it is. Some people like took it in jest of like, yeah, pink is a strong color. I agree with Hangman. I had some people agreeing, but then I had the fans. The, the clear CM Punk fans who were very mad at me who were calling me an AEW mark who who were like he still lives rent-free in your head CM Punk like why can't you AEW fans let it go about what CM Punk said about Hangman? And I'm just like I'm watching Shea Gilgis Alexander drop 30 casually on Boston to defeat the number one team in the NBA. I'm watching Chet Holmgren knock down big-time threes. I'm watching J-Dub cook Jason Tatum to hit clutch mid-range shots. Can y'all not argue about wrestling and my mentions? Can y'all go away from me? <laughs> but I found it hilarious. That they were doing all of this, and I don't know how these people truly feel. I'm not. I don't want to do. I don't want to put like words in their mouth or anything. But the fact that they're like taking the time out of their day to like respond, and like think that like they're doing this gotcha moment, or they are getting me, or they are you know I don't or like CM Punk lives rent free in my head, or I am an AEW Mark the fact that they are like taking time out of their day to respond to this and such an innocuous tweet. So not innoc- because Bixon span, David Bixon span message. Uh, he he did it publicly, but he has his stuff locked. And, but he asked like, yes, about what? And I replied to Bix because Bix has his, his shit locked. So I think it's funny. I replied to Bix. He's like, about what exactly was hangman. Right. And I just replied, Virginia is for lovers. That's what Hangman was right about, and all these people in my mentions think it's about CM Punk. It really says more about them than it does me, because I'm just fucking around, sending this tweet, and then I'm I'm watching OKC Thunder basketball, baby. I don't give a shit at all about this wrestling nonsense and your stupid arguments between your favorites who you probably need to let go of as CM Punk famously said because you have a relationship with these people that doesn't actually exist and you may think i have this relationship with them that exists based on such an innocuous tweet such a a, a throwaway tweet it literally says in my bio 95% of tweets are there to pop me. And that's what this was. I tweet it, I move on, I watch Shay Gilgis Alexander straight up cook people. That's it. That's that's what I do, baby. Today, by the way, this is a scoop for all the in the weeds fans out there, is going to be Mercedes Monet. Because I know that fan base. Oh no. that you- fan base will be fun.
0: Mute the tweets so fast, please.
1: Mute, mute the tweets. It's all muted. Right. I, I don't, I don't see any of this stuff. My, my wife reads it, and she, she just has a laugh about it and thinks it's funny because she knows. I see, obvi- like, I can still see the numbers of like a hundred people have replied, two hundred people have quote tweeted it, and stuff. Like, I see all the numbers. I'm watching hoops. I got better things to do. I don't, I'm not replying to any of this because it doesn't, none of this actually concerns me. I tweet and I move on, but shout out to everybody replying. And maybe they're just fucking around on Twitter too. Shout out to them. If they're screwing around as well. And if they're not, if they actually think that I'm, I take this stuff serious, they clearly don't know me. Clearly, do not know me, and it, it. Their reply says more about them than my throwaway tweet says about me. And I'm not doing it for engagement, by the way. Like, because I don't get a dime off of Twitter. I have a blue check mark because I use TweetDeck for my job, and I didn't even pay for it. I wrote that shit off. So it's also <laughs> I didn't you-
0: pay. It's also how we message some wrestlers who have their. That's their also settings. very true. Yeah. Yes.
1: You got to be verified to like send DMs. And so I need that to like get people on this show. So yeah, that's why I paid for Twitter. Not because I'm trying to make a bunch of money off of Twitter. I literally pay for it so I can do my job better. Maybe these people should get a job and then they can have better things to worry about than a tweet that has nothing to do with anything it's about Virginia is for lovers everyone that's it that's what hangman page is right about that's all Virginia is for lovers and what was CM Punk right about Mindy's bakery they have good muffins delicious but they're not open on Mondays and Tuesdays
0: so he was wrong about that apparently they are but he was just oh. mistaken he had had some blood loss some CTE spine he's, he's cool I got a message <laughs> from the anonymous ITW general manager calling you a troublemaker right at that moment and then I also got some more some more news from them, uh, saying that they're also a part of this bit. So shame on you both! Shame on you both! Just troublemakers you are. But It's true. It's,
1: it's Twitter. Like I don't take any of this stuff serious. The the That's fact not real that life. no, it's not. the The fact. Oh, MK, like not even a write off. I didn't pay for it. I'm not writing it off on of my taxes. I wrote it off. I billed that shit to Jimmy Van. That's who's paying for my Twitter, baby. I ain't paying a dime off of it. That, that was on my invoice. I was like, hey, this is what I use it for. Can I put this on my invoice? And Sean was like, yeah, like, go, go for it because he knows I need it for work purposes. That's how I stay where, where I'm at work wise. And then I use it how I use it because it is my Twitter, but I'm not getting in trouble from my bosses on this. I'll tell you, oh Joel, I'm gonna I'm gonna put this in the private chat.
0: When when you said that, by the way, the the two tweets when you said the first one, I was like. <laughs> I know exactly what this is, and I support it. (laughs) And I didn't say anything to you. I just like I'm gonna let this bit play out because I know what it's gonna do. And then I saw the second one. I was like, "Yeah, we're doing this." And it was so, so stupid, but so funny. Oh man, I just I don't have the time to do that to to play out those bits. At least not right now. But uh, yeah, check the private chat. No, I see see (laughs) you. yeah that's the shit you get sometimes
1: (laughs) i was just like this uh, this isn't even what it
0: is (laughs) you're that Lambert guy people
1: dming me people dming me and we're just like i agree with you i was thinking the same thing when they said this and i'm like you don't even know what this is about you have no idea This is a nothing tweet that has nothing to do with anything. Again, it says more about the people replying to me and the people DMing me than it does me because it means nothing. It truly, it is nothing. It is a tweet about nothing that could literally be anything, but you make it about anything, not me, because I know what it means. And it, it literally means nothing, everybody. It is a fucking bit. My Twitter bio says 95% of tweets are meant to pop me. If you can't read that in my bio, I don't know what to tell you. Maybe you think this is the 5% that is not meant to pop me. Maybe I need to change it to 99% really a hundred percent of the tweets are meant to
0: 90, me. 98 once in a while you get one that's like being serious or promoting your work or something.
1: Yeah. though That's the 5% that it's not meant to pop me. It's like, I'm trying to promote something or I'm trying to interact with people. Like that's it. That's the 5% that's not meant to pop me The The other 95% or, you know, the real stuff like it had a tough personal year. I tweeted about some personal stuff. I'll continue to tweet about personal stuff. That's not really just a pop me. That's actual life updates and things. 95% popping me. If it's wrestling related, it's probably just a pop me. My wrestling takes, if you want my real wrestling takes, you're get them on this show or spotlight because Twitter ain't the place to do that. It's just not.
0: You got my jokes on Twitter. That's all. Yeah, like, or or me trying to explain to people how WWE has given us zero interviews, but AEW, MLW, and TNA have given us the bulk of our interviews on this show, and we still talk about all these companies equally, and you know, create not creatively, uh, critically. But we do it in a way that, like, <coughs> we want these companies to exist. We want you them hate to all these
3: companies. I hate
0: every single company except for TNA. We've already been through this. Yes. If TNA calls me tomorrow and says, "Want a job?" I'll be like, "Sure." But if WWE called me tomorrow and said, "You want a job?" I'd say, "Yes, pay me double, <laughs> whatever you're gonna just pay me." So yeah, that's that, that's what it is. I hate every company equally. I'm an equal opportunity hater. We've expressed this. We know it to be true. Twitter isn't real. Please don't treat it as such. And I get it. Sometimes, sometimes you get in your feels and you reply with your feels. I get it. Before you do it, take a step back and think to yourself, Would the person closest to me in my life, how would they react to seeing this this reply? And then go from there. Because nine I times out of ten, it. well, that's the problem is that nine times out of ten, <laughs> your your wife being the one out of ten, nine times out of ten, they're like, don't, just don't. This is stupid. This is wrestling. But then your wife would be like, yeah, do it.
1: Because <laughs> uh, she gets it. She knows me. She knows who she married. It was her mistake. Louis, I don't have the fantasy book, The Thunder. We're winning the title this year, baby. I don't know who's stopping us. I don't, I don't get optimistic about my teams very often. Everyone well is well aware of that. And I'll come back down to earth after we lose to the Hawks tonight. God, I'm going to be very angry if we lose to the Hawks tonight. But right now, this win against Boston, Shea, Shea Gilders Alexander, casual 30 on the top defense in the league. Josh Giddy hitting threes. We don't talk about the off-court stuff. Chet Holmgren clutch threes j-dub clutch mid-range lou dort locking up that bum jason tatum champions baby champions 2024 nba champion oklahoma city thunder
0: well speaking of champions we're going to hear from the new aw world champion tonight mimosa joe i think oh, it's time. I do oh, this by the right way now? no you don't have to do it i just love that this Joel's a secret teenage Booker. Also books AEW. His coaching Hunter on WrestleMania forty. Fightful is for my son spending money. That's true. If only Fightful paid me enough to <coughs> buy my son's things. That's a lie. They actually <sighs> paid me quite well.
1: <laughs> somebody, somebody tweeted that that Sean doesn't pay enough, and I was begging Tony Khan for a job based on that Hangman tweet. What? I've, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. There was there was one. It was like Sean Ross tweets. Yeah, the hangman tweet is like Sean Ross clearly doesn't pay his staff enough, so they're out here begging Tony Khan for a job. That's what that was their takeaway for for uh that was their takeaway for from that hangman was right tweet that why I'm begging are, Tony Khan for a job.
0: Why aren't people tagging Scott Damore and be like, give your son actual Pearl a job? Like, why aren't we doing this? People, you let me down every sent every day. All right, baby dynamite, let's go. I think we have the time because I gotta get out of here at twelve right away.
1: I've made it. I've I've made it just to be an open book with everybody because I feel like most of the time I am. I have made it no secret that I've offered services to AEW, WWE, anybody who wants to utilize my transcription talent. I can be bought on there. I've made this no secret.
0: Can confirm. One of these
1: companies wants to step up and pay me to cover their podcast or their media. And stuff like that. I'm open for business.
0: Just like Christian Cage in his 2024 State of the Union address tonight on AEW Dynamite.
1: Yeah, I don't know about NWA. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Hold on. Let me let me get some let me get some water. My my uh my, my throat is uh it's, it's rough shape.
0: I was expecting the action and ready gimmick. I'm glad you didn't do it.
1: I don't know if I can do it. I'm scared
0: to do that. Don't you'll need a new computer again.
1: Yeah, I'm scared. I'm kind of scared to do it. So I don't know. All right, here we go. Coming off a tremendous pay-per-view, AEW world's end this past Saturday, where we crowned a new AEW world heavyweight champion, Samoa Joe ending the year plus reign of MJF I thought we had a great show this past weekend with AEW World's End it was the best AEW World's End we've ever produced the absolute best AEW World's End and we've had a great run a tremendous run of AEW pay-per-views and a great run a tremendous run of matches and television wrapping up with the AEW Continental Classic which was won by Eddie Kingston at AEW World's End over Jon Moxley. Eddie Kingston and Jon Moxley are not scheduled to be on AEW Dynamite as of yet but Two men who will be on AEW Dynamite, who were part of the AEW Continental Classic. Swerve Strickland and Daniel Garcia will be in singles competition tonight, live, 8 p.m. Eastern, on AEW Dynamite, on TBS. Can Swerve Strickland continue his momentum from AEW World's End, where he defeated Dustin Rhodes? Can Daniel Garcia continue his momentum, where he defeated Brody King in his final match in the Continental Classic? And when he scored the pinfall victory in the eight-man All-Star Tag at AEW World's End, over Jay Lethal, it'll be Swerve Strickland, Daniel Garcia, live tonight, 8 p.m. Eastern, AEW Dynamite. Plus, Mariah May makes her AEW in-ring debut against Queen Aminata. This is a big matchup in the AEW Women's Division, as Mariah May will look to get her fla- her own flowers after giving flowers to Tony Storm at AEW World's End. Mariah May, she will show the world what she is all about in singles competition against Queen Aminata. That's a big match in the AEW Women's Division. AEW Dynamite, live tonight, 8 p.m. Eastern, CBS. All of that... And the AEW International Championship will be on the line as Dante Martin steps up to face Orange Cassidy. Can Dante Martin in the reign of Orange Cassidy in the AEW International Championship matchup? Tune in live tonight. AEW Dynamite ABM Eastern live on TBS. We have those three great matches, and I'm sure more great matches will be added on AEW Dynamite tonight, January 3rd, the first AEW Dynamite of the year of 2024. It's certain to be a tremendous show, a great show, probably the best AEW Dynamite of the year. I guarantee it'll be the best AEW Dynamite of the year. Tonight, live, 8 p.m. Eastern, AEW Dynamite TBS. We have those three great matches. We're also gonna have Christian Cage. He will give a State of the Union address after losing, but then winning the AEW TNT Championship, from Adam Copeland at AEW World's End, and one of the best matches of 2023, one of the best matches of AEW history, one of the best matches of Christian Cage's career, one of the best matches of Adam Copeland's career, one of the best matches in AEW TNT title history history. Christian Cage and Adam Copeland in a No DQ match at AEW World's End. Christian Cage lost to Adam Copeland, but Kill Switch, who won the 20-man battle royal early in the night at AEW Worlds End Zero Hour, which you can watch live right now on YouTube. It's available for free. AEW Worlds End Zero Hour on YouTube. You can watch it. You can watch Kill Switch win the AEW 20 man battle royal to earn a shot at the AWTNT championship at any point. And when did he cash in his shot? He cashed it in at AW World's End. Order the replay on pay per view. He cashed in his, mat- his shot at the AWTNT championship against Adam Copeland, but he didn't cash it in. Christian Cage cashed in. Christian Cage had the contract, and Christian Cage used that contract. Contract to defeat Adam Copeland to regain the AEW TNT Championship at AEW Worlds End to make him a two-time, three-time, multi-time, forever-time AEW TNT Champion. Christian Cage he will give his State of the Union address live tonight, 8 p.m. Eastern. AEW Dynamite, all of that, and we will hear from the new AEW World Champion Samoa Joe. Samoa Joe, the one-time, first-time ever champion. AEW World Champion Samoa Joe ending the reign of MJF. We will hear from the new AEW World Champion Samoa Joe. What will he have to say after defeating MJF in the main event at AEW World's end in MJF's hometown of Long Island? All of that plus Adam Cole, who was revealed as the devil. He will explain his actions. Why, Adam, why? Why did Adam Cole turn on MJF? Why did he set him up? Why did he make MJF's life a misery for these months as the devil with his masked men, Roderick Strong, Matt Taven, Mike Bennett, Wardlow? Why did Adam Cole do all of this? Why did he turn against his best friend, MJF? There's only one way to find out, everybody, and it's to tune in live tonight, 8 p.m. Eastern, TBS, AEW Dynamite, I promise this will be the best AEW Dynamite of the year. You don't want to miss it. We're heading into a great 2024, a tremendous 2024. Thank you to our great partners at Warner Brothers Discovery for AEW Dynamite TBS Live, 8 p.m. Eastern TBS, the best Dynamite of the year. Thank you oh, to all the so great right AEW fans. Justified. This is awesome chant.
0: There you go. AEW Dynamite tonight. Come watch the show. Uh, we got a super chat from my solo asking what's better, Jeremy's TK or Steve from going in Ross Triple H? That Triple H is great when he does it i laugh every single time jeremy's great the bit is great but unfortunately no one can do the triple h voice better than steve maybe myself because i did it once for jeremy on an episode of newsworthy and that popped us maybe i'll show you all the video sometime uh friday we are scheduled to be joined by ricky shane page once again from mlw at 10 a.m eastern rsp is going to be hopefully joining us then that's the plan uh new japan there is Wrestle Kingdom tonight. There is a watch along happening here on Fightful Overbooked with uh, Rob and who else is on there? I think SB Three is there.
1: SB Three is supposed to be there. Yes, I think <coughs> maybe Scott. <coughs>
0: and scott that. Scott edwards is supposed to join yeah. them too so there you go there's a new japan wrestle kingdom watch along tonight go watch it go watch the show with them uh, and there will be a post show as well on i believe the main channel for wrestle kingdom so go check that out those three gentlemen we just mentioned they will host a post show for new japan's wrestle kingdom enjoy it you want to talk about AEW talent on the show you've got moxley he's on there Di- brian danielson's possibly in what could be the main event who knows uh we'll see but uh until then jeremy anything else to plug no wonderful i am at joel pearl j-o-e-l-p-e-r-l subscribe to the channel thumbs up and of course we'll see you in the next one ladies gentlemen friends beyond the binary enjoy dynamite and we'll see you on friday cheers